welcome to the 8-Bit Cat Show, a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love. Sometimes, with cats, they left us. Uh, I'm your host, Stephanie Katz, with us tonight, Zach. Are you okay? No. I'm here. Peter! Hi. And Tom. Wait. Tom and Joe's kind of sad. And Tom. I guess. Are there, God, man. are there actual people watching? Oh, yeah. No. no. <laughs> I mean, I don't like this. Come oh, on. Oh, 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 I forgot we told uh, We never told you that we were filming this, did we? No. <laughs> I, it's like millions of people out there. Ah, that's oof. I think oof. millions might be a stretch. I think maybe if we're lucky, like two. <laughs> Speaking of millions, stalkers. <laughs> uh, we finally all saw the Batman, which has raked in two hundred fifty-eight million dollars worldwide. Uh, that was on its opening weekend. They've made way more than weekend. that now. Yeah, it's lots of money. <laughs> and they've already said they want to do a uh, HBO Max spinoff that focuses on Arkham Asylum. I so learned a piece. Two established villains? Maybe. I don't know. They're, they established more than two. Three, technically. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think three, technically. I guess my thing on that one is... Four. Four. A four. I mean, Catwoman's like an anti-hero, uh, but... Yeah. Even in the comics, she's not a villainous character anymore. Yeah, Counting her as a villain doesn't really work. It doesn't really count. She's as much of a villain as Batman is. Because Batman just likes assault, and she just likes robbery. But normally it's only robbing people that deserve it. Yeah. Or are kind of assholes. Or have really good insurance. She's really good about making sure they're going to get paid. Or right. have something that's expensive and cat-themed. But... Well, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Yo, they so normally he, have good insurance. He definitely <laughs> murdered that one guy in the beginning of the film, right? On the train platform. The one, the one guy that he, like, beat the shit out of? No, that guy crawled Whoa. away. They yeah, showed it specifically that he crawled dead. away. In real life, this yes, that person would have been dead. Batman. Hey, but it, in real life, yes, that man would have been dead. His nose would have been sniffing his brain, which is, I believe, fatal? <laughs> Pretty sure. Pretty most, fatal. In most cases, sniffing your own brain would be fatal. Yeah. He'd at least drown. I don't know. His own blood, yeah. So I, I think, think this I was is my brain fluid. Sounds even worse. I think you choked on blood before you choked on brain fluid. Anyway, <laughs> he didn't die. He crawled away. <laughs> damn it. This guy's definitely dead. But I think this is my new my new favorite Batman. I think Robert Pattinson did a really great job. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of his Bruce Wayne, but his Batman was. Baller. My well, problem was he was Bruce Wayne for like five seconds, which I loved. <laughs> with the fact that they didn't have very much Bruce Wayne in this movie was a great choice to do for the Batman because fuck Bruce Wayne. My only problem with with his Bruce Wayne was his hair. The very emo. emo. Emo's yeah. not dead. It's a very emo. We all know emo's not dead. Oh, I know emo's not dead. Though okay, but I mean he's he is also playing Batman on the second year of being Batman. Like, of course he's going to act like an edgy teenager. Yeah. He wasn't properly, like, introduced into society. No, I mean, I know I get that, and but, like, I guess it's just, 
It's not like they grew his hair out for it, right? Like, that was definitely a wig. It seemed pretty wiggy. And it just, it didn't come off as authentic. I'm thinking his head is shaved so his cowl fits better. And they put a wig on him for the Bruce Wayne scenes. (laughs) Maybe. Because it looked pretty wiggy. No, because in interviews, his hair is pretty... I mean, it's not super long, but it's like... um, So, what makes you think it's a wig? Yeah. It just looked like a wig to me. Well, like what scene? It just always looked wet to me. It like, did kind of look like it was wet. Like too. especially, I kind of lean into that still showing that Bruce really isn't like very socialized. Mm-hmm. In the grounds that like, oh, I have to take care of my hair. Better use a shit ton of gel yeah. and like spray and shit because I don't know how to do this like a normal person. I will say I did appreciate them alluding to that with the Alfred. <laughs> He's like, uh, I could teach you how to fight, but not how to be a boy. Uh. A man? I don't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> but it, it was good. But I did I, th- I think this is probably our most comic accurate Batman we've got. Oh, it's been it was yeah. it was it was done very well in that respect. Yeah. Um the guy playing the Riddler was fantastic as well. Mm-hmm. He was real good. All right, so I guess it's up for debate who's the other prisoner he meets in the cell at Arkham. That was Joker. It was clearly supposed to be Joker. It is the one part of this movie I did not like. Like, this would be the best Batman movie if they didn't feel the need to shoehorn in fucking Joker at the last guy. We actually thought it might be Two-Face. We're pretty sure it's Two-Face. Why would it have been Two-Face? Here's here's my theory. Um, Well, not just my theory. She's got one and I got one. But, so, someone, um, and they posted it on Reddit. So, you know that part where he's, like, on the computer and he's, like, talking to the uh, Riddler? Um, apparently there's some code in there and someone like broke it, like decoded it and it alluded to Two-Face. Um, and actually their exchange is very reminiscent of the exchange between Tommy, uh, Tommy Lee Jones and, um, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey in the, what, Joel Schumacher Batman? Batman Forever. Yeah. Um, the, the. Uh, yeah. What? What's the 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 friend riddle? But originally, Edward Nigma in that one asked the riddle to Tommy Lee Jones, and they become friends. It's reminiscent. I think it's Two Face. He's also got a fucking face. I feel like it would have come up just on the grounds that uh, that that kind of friendship that uh, Gordon and Batman have did also originally include Harvey Dent, like they were a trio. Yeah, maybe they don't have it, but I, I would, I would, I would actually be more comfortable with the scene if it was Two Face instead of Joker, so they didn't just immediately. I would like that more. Too. It just feels like that's supposed to be Joker. Yeah, I think it's Joker. It, it was the one part of the movie that felt kind of studio mandated. Like, yeah, it's the Joker. Where you're gonna get Joker. It's not Jared Leto. We promise. <laughs> Seriously, guys, we promise. I don't think it's Jared Leto. I think they. Uh, no, it wasn't. That, that's I think they already had it. Definitely uh, not Jared Leto. That's what I'm saying. That's what they're specifically saying. Is we have the Joker. We're good. And it's not Jared Leto. No, I mean, it's a new Joker. It's cool, guys. I'm pretty sure it's a Joker, only because I think I remember the actor when I tried to look it up. Because there's an actor that is supposed to be already screened for him. Mm. Yeah, didn't know that. But I did learn something. I okay, I'm a pretty darn, I'm a pretty big Batman fan. But I don't know if this is something they did for this one or something I just heard for the first time. Martha Wayne's maiden name is Arkham. Some continuities, 
have that. Not all of them. Okay, I will say that's the first time yeah. I've ever heard that one it was in this movie. And I'm like, wait a fucking second, what? Of course, there's also continuities where technically Bruce, Thomas, and Martha, none of them were Waynes. They were a completely different family that had their like ancestors had murdered the Waynes and stolen the name and fortune and land. I didn't know that. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah, no. I just was when they said Mary uh, Martha Arkham. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> did, did they just say Arkham? They sure did. Means the Arkhams and the Waynes were monopolizing. I uh, I snorted real hard when um. Don't do drugs, kids. That's true. Laughed, snorted, stupid. <laughs> um, when he's in Selena's apartment and the cats are there, and he goes, "You got a lot of cats." Uh, just yeah, just Batman voice. You got a lot of cats. I mean, because they're doing Batman humor correctly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that it's not that it's just. Zack Snyder was in charge. They made it quippy, but this was like, no, you do it like Adam Sandler, or not Adam Sandler, but um, <laughs> Adam West did. Play it completely straight, and just let it be absurd. Yeah, it's just some dry quips. Got a lot of cats. I like to take in strays. I, I'm a, I'm a detective. I notice things. You have a lot of cats. <laughs> Quite a few, I see. <laughs> I don't want to use your bathroom. Ugh. I can't in the suit anyway. It's a pain in the ass to get off. But though he did seem to he be able to change out of the pretty suit quick. pretty quick, right? <laughs> I, I, I know what you're talking about when he goes to like the street clothes thing. Um, there is one scene at the end where it's like, oh, you were trying to imply he was wearing all that stuff over the bad suit, weren't you? <laughs> Is that what they're trying to imply? Yeah, there's one scene near the end where you get a better look at it, and he's like very, very clearly bulked up. Um, it's because he's wearing the already very bulky Batman suit, and then like then he's wearing an extra large it. coat over it. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that? Because oh, I'm like, I was wondering. I'm like, how is he getting in and out of this suit? Yeah. He got out of the suit, got on a bike. What? What is? What I is I super doubt that's the ca- like the actual case in every scene, but. That last scene is like, is that that's what they've been trying to imply this whole time, isn't yeah. it? That he's putting these clothes on on top of the bat suit. I did like this bat suit too. I will say one, it was a pretty solid design. I liked it. Yeah. It still seemed like it had his some tweaks for his aesthetics that are going to come later. I like how he had the his batarang right yeah. in the chest. There, that's a, that's a thing. That's in the comics too. As long as they don't bring Superman's chest thing Sometime. in. <laughs> um, but no, I liked how it was very functional. And like it showed you, like he's like, oh, I, I'm still gonna have to bat up these things, but uh, he had all the components. I did like his little squirrel suit thing that he's like, oh yeah. Oh, dude, that was. I'm, nuts. Gonna, I'm gonna release my cape because I'm not actually gonna float with my cape because we know the physics say I can't really float with my cape mostly because he can't stop. Theoretically, somebody did the math. I actually read this the other day with a 4.6 meter wingspan, which is roughly what it looks like in like the when he's floating with the thing. He would be able to, if he jumped off the, like, Wayne Tower there, um, he would be able to fly for 383 feet. But by the time he, and his max speed would be 110 kilometers an hour. (laughs) He'd be flying. And uh, he would eventually slow down to roughly 80 kilometers an hour while he was plummeting at the ground. (laughs) The real issue with Batman gliding is not the fact that he could glide. They believe that he could if he had some rigidity to it. Yeah, it's it's like a... It's almost like a para, uh, not a parasail, a hang glider. Almost like that. But it would be stopping was the issue. So I like that they had the stopping issue. It didn't really work for him. He still slammed into the ground in a bridge and a truck. And... Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people probably should have killed him. Yes, <laughs> that, he, should be, he should be dead as well. Still not going. Uh, oh, oh, 
I'm still wondering. I, I did like how they showed him like limping away. I do want to know what the suit is made out of because I know he's Batman, so he's got he spent too much money on some proprietary blend of something like that. Even yeah, our most can't just take that but, many bullets. I was gonna say even our ro- most robust body armor that we have today, still you can't get shot with an Uzi with it, and still have it deflect every single one of the bullets. Also, he has a gaping hole where his chin is. Why does nobody shoot him in the fucking chin? That, that is the thing that gets addressed in the comics periodically, is that the reason that they wear symbols on their chest is to draw attention to the symbol. It makes yeah. sense. That's why he's always getting yeah. shot right in the chest with a shotgun. But yeah. And like, that's the most protected area. Somebody shoot him in the chin window, okay? The chin window. Dude, that one guy was going to shoot him in the face. Uh, Robert Even Pat. in fucking in Arkham Knight, when Jason's telling people how to shoot Bruce Wayne to get past the armor... He doesn't mention aim for the mouth. He's just like, look for the joint areas in the armor. That's where it's going to be weakest. Shoot him in the teeth. His <laughs> teeth are not bulletproof, you dumb motherfuckers. His teeth. Clearly this time he just had the Spartan armor. What is it, Molnir armor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right. But seriously, shoot him in the teeth. My shoot brain, him in the teeth. My brain is kind of stuck on Batman trying to get into clothes. Trying to, like, yeah, pull a big sh- jacket over a bat suit. He's out. I can just grab <laughs> some stuff, and then he's just like... Are they like really big sweatpants that he's just? <laughs> you know? And then he's trying to reach above his head, trying to grab the, the sweater the or something. Pants he's just are, like... Maybe the pants are, te- are tearaways. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you think he's got like the basketball ones with the snaps on the side? <laughs> yes. He's like, put me in, coach. I would right. explain getting out of it very quickly. <laughs> yeah, it could be. All right. Yeah, but, and much but easier just, to get into. No, but then you see him sitting on the side of the road. And he's <laughs> yeah. sitting there snapping up all the fucking snap. <laughs> just one second. There's Batman sitting on the side just like pulling up lights. Still I mean, he's he also still got just the cowl really rich. So he probably just goes to some thrift stores and buys a bunch of really shitty clothes. Gotham City is littered with just ripped apart clothing. <laughs> <laughs> all the homeless are like... This motherfucker keeps ripping my shit. <laughs> I keep finding all these pants. I wish they were torn. <laughs> it was a perfect jacket, but it's got a giant hole in the back. It looks like somebody tried to rip it in half. <laughs> all the freaking homeless are like really good at sewing now. <laughs> it's a great jacket. You just gotta, you just gotta put a little work into it. Yeah. So I talked to a few people about this movie, if they've seen it already, and I got a weird amount of people like really hating it. Really? Um, yeah. I think the the like what we heard was um, you either really love it or you really hate it. I... From what I can tell when I talked to them, it seemed like they just were kind of expecting more action, like more of what we've been getting from DC. Nope. When, like, Zack Snyder was in charge of the Batman and shit. And he's, like, that's not what this is supposed to he's be. He's finally a fucking detective. Yeah. That's I how told... Batman's story should be told. The, him winning the fight should be a foregone conclusion. He needs to solve the puzzle. They Which told... I love that he kind of doesn't in this. They told you from the beginning that this was that this was going to be, a de- like, more of a detective story. And Robert Pattinson was like, this is a sad movie. And I was like, you know, Robert Pattinson, you were correct. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. People are real dumb. He's also the world's worst vampire. Doesn't matter what you tell Just prove vampires do turn into bats. Uh, it took, he's the worst vampire ever, though. It took him 14 years to turn into a bat. <laughs> I do also... I, I kind of like how the trailers worked. Because it, it really does imply it's going to be a completely different kind of movie with the trailers. 
Yeah, um, it's like, oh no, it's Batman dealing with the fact that his identity's been outed, and that never even comes close to happening. Yeah, well, well he I sort like of. That I did like. I did it like implies that. that maybe he knows, but it's like no, he doesn't. No, no, I liked. I liked that he's like, oh shit, he totally fucking knows. Oh, he has no idea. Oh, he just thinks I'm a lunatic that will help him destroy the world. Okay, cool. I like to believe that thought process comes from. It's a very dumb thing, but that initial cipher that he has. I would have loved it if it actually did detail the entire plan. And that's why Riddler was like, clearly Batman's on board. Because he figured out how to find the next clue. So he's figured it all out. He knows what's going on. And then at the end when he shows up, like, oh, no, I just, I saw you wrote out drive on the paper. And that's <laughs> how I found it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that part was, he's like, try this. And Gordon's just like. Uh, yeah, the, thumb, the, the literal thumb drive was funny as hell. Okay. Um, uh, I do. Oh, I did also love the line where they're walking into the uh, orphanage and Gordon cocks his fucking gun. He's like, "No guns." He goes, "Dude, that's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's on you. Just because you got some weird hangups about this shit doesn't mean I'm gonna get shot in the face." <laughs> I don't have armor. I mean, in Though, theory, he should probably have a bulletproof vest on, but bro, that's neither here nor there. If, if Batman's got an entire bulletproof thing that you can shoot a fucking M16 at, and he just goes, oh, ho, ho, you shot me, cool. Uh, so, so Bruce Wayne would be much better giving that technology to the Gotham City Police Department. Mm -hmm. but um, Or at the very least, just Gordon. At least Gordon. <laughs> no, um, I will say, you were talking about the trailer earlier, Peter. And I will, I'm a little disappointed in the trailer because it's one of those that after having seen the movie, you can definitely tell that the director, writers, and producers of the movie had no say in what went into the trailer. Yeah. Um, but it, it advertises it as like a completely different type of movie. But specifically, the scene where, the scene with um, them in the Batmobile, or him in the Batmobile chasing down the penguin, and like, yeah. which is a great scene, but you could tell the rest of the movie... You could tell the rest of the movie that they were trying to allude to the fact that, oh, you're not even going to see the Batmobile in this movie. Like, if you actually had just watched the movie without any of the trailer, you'd be like, oh, look, he's putting it together in the background. Oh, still doing some tests. At one point, he literally has the entire engine taken apart. And you're like, oh, so we're, gonna, we're still prequel Batman. We're not, he's not get quite in the Batmobile yet. We're good. And then, but you're like, but I've seen the trailer. He totally fucks up some shit with the Batmobile. <laughs> Where's the Batmobile? Right. I was still excited when you go when you, when you start fart uh, fart near. First, start hearing the jet turbine uh, whirring up, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, that's it's it's gonna happen. Do it, do it. Run his ass over. Boom. Okay, yeah, okay, that that feels right." <laughs> Though I will, I'm gonna out Stephanie on this one. Why? After we walked out, she goes, "I'm like, oh, the Batmobile was sick," and she goes, "What was that? A Pinto?" <laughs> <laughs> the joke there, Peter, is it's obviously not a Pinto. Peter, do, do you know what kind of car it was? Oh, I'm not a car person that fucking. But ball. you should know what a kind of car it was. It was obviously modeled but, off of a Mustang it's a chassis. Is what it was. It's obviously modeled off a Mustang chassis, though. No, because huh. then we drive into the road and she goes, "No, it's one of those cars." And a silver Mustang drives past us. I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, a Mustang." It looks. Like, I don't know. It could have been like a '70s I you, Pinto. I want you to look up a picture of a Pinto right now, Stephanie. And I want you to see what I a Pinto looks like. I don't want to do like. that on the computer. <laughs> I want, okay, I'll look up a picture of a Pinto because I want you to. I want you to know what a Pinto looks like. 
Yeah, no. Going no, pinto into bean, this, I car. what type of car was Batmobile? I was like, does it do a good job making this a mystery? That's a pinto. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> How's Mr. Twilight doing as Batman himself? Does a pretty good job. Uh, <laughs> he 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 did a pretty good job as Batman. It's I I liked the Batman. They did just enough. It's it's like a '70s Mustang is is what he ripped ripped apart to turn into the Batmobile. He jacked it up like it's a fucking car trying to race in the Baja 500. But it's a funny story. Oh, okay. oh, I love funny stories. Just watching it, mm. and Ashley was watching it. Was oh, you were watching it together. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We were cool. sitting there watching it, and then uh, Riddler is on the phone, and he goes, "I was trying to reach you." And then both her and me look at each other and go, "About your car's extended warranty." <laughs> 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 like immediately, we both looked at each other. And it was like, "Oh, great." We both thought that the whole time. It <laughs> just popped in our heads. What if, what if he had actually said that? <laughs> well, I, we thought about it like going back to the theater watching it, and then as he, as he says it again, just, just out loud, out. like, about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> you got to go like now when people have already seen it once yeah. and are watching it again, because there would be a lot of people who I think would appreciate that joke. Yeah. There'd be a lot of people that would be pissed off. Shut the fuck up. We're in the movie. Oh, I can't hear anything. You're like, actually, if you just laughed at my joke shortly, and then continued watching, you would have wasted less time than now. But, no, but I would laugh my ass off at that. Just, just, I've been trying to reach you. About your car's extended warrant. Oh, my God. I'm not watching the next five minutes of this movie because I'm (laughs) laughing my ass off. It makes you feel better. Uh, In the theater we were in, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who not only laughed, but audibly laughed and snorted at the cat thing. Everyone else was just. It was dead was like, silent. Okay. <laughs> she's just. She. I, I like. I chuckled to myself, but I'm like, this is not the movie you laugh out loud at. And she's just. <laughs> like straight up, I'm like, all right, now, now I'm gonna start laughing because you're snorting in the middle of a Batman. It movie. was hilarious. Because <laughs> it's just so. It's so deadpan. It was perfect. Just well, a lot of cats. And, and we also have. A lot of cats. A lot of cats. So yes, no. Well, I've, I've already started is, saying that you've got a lot of cats. It's not only did he did he do that, but this motherfucker looks over at me. You got a lot of cats. <laughs> yeah, you do. You got a lot of cats. Uh, well, I give it eight cats. Ouch. Seven and a half cats. Don't look at the half cat. It's very disgusting. <laughs> Same seven and a half, just because of that last fucking scene with the Joker. Yeah, I, I believe I'd, I'd give that to you. I believe it's not seven and a half. It's seven and two paws. I'll give it two I paws feel and like a tail. The mental image, just because now you can imagine you cut off the, the kitty's like, paws. Paws, yeah. I have <laughs> no. I have a picture of it, like Mr. Kitty's little feet, and he's just boop. Why would you do that to Mr. Kitty? I know he can be a little dumb, but Jesus. We literally decided this guy's like. 10 episodes ago oh, we that we wouldn't do halves yeah. it would be whatever and two paws okay but you know what i mean like but also yeah. one more thing did i don't think this is the case they never actually did give a confirmed name for riddler right uh um, like they his, call him the riddler but he i don't think he's he's not his, edward Nigma. his his idea ids were um patrick nigma and edward something yeah so it was like a play well, it could on... have very easily just have been um Thomas Elliot. Yes. 
They even asked, is this you? And he goes, I don't know. Yeah, you no, tell me. Yeah, they were fake IDs, but I can't I can't remember what I can't remember what the other one was. Was it it was what? It was because yeah, it was Patrick Nigma. Because it was and then it was Edward something. Edward Nigma is a dumb as fuck name. If they just want to defuse the Riddler with Hush permanently, I'd be okay with that. I like Edward Nigma as a name. That's Enigma. Come on, come on. That's it's a, a fun very, pun. That's a very be, Batman like, thing to do. It's a very '60s Batman thing to do. Yeah, and I love it. I'll be right. <laughs> Edward Nashton slash the Riddler. Apparently, his name is Edward Nashton. Like I said, a lot of wikis and shit are using that, but I don't think that was ever actually overtly confirmed as his name well fine and considering so much of his motivation was tied to the the elliot family it would make more sense to have it be hush uh thomas elliot especially considering his costume is based on hush's costume it does look more like hush's costume than the riddler's costume but yeah it's hard to take a dude in a green suit with a bowler hat and a question mark on it seriously yeah, that won't. Uh, that probably won't happen until uh, he actually hangs out with the Joker and it gets a little more air for the theatric. Though I am still hoping that he has a question mark fucking suit and a bowler hat and a weird looking cane. Well, That's apparently, all I want. his costume was supposed to be modeled after the Hush. Yeah, yeah, it was for sure. That yeah, makes I sense. Literally, with the just read that adaptation of it being that they made it that the Riddler was Hush. Also, I'm pretty sure at one point he straight up says hush. It's like, yeah, this is clearly supposed to be hush. <laughs> yeah, it, it, all it says is Edward Nashton slash Riddler served as the main antagonist of the Batman. Well, wasn't Hush's thing that like he was a he was a, he was a surgeon right at some point in time, right? He was yeah, he was a surgeon. He was Bruce Wayne's best friend. Yes, and then his face his got entire all fucked up. Was to no kind of. So his plan, his face doesn't get fucked up. That's not why he's wearing the bandages. He has surgery to oh, yeah. disguise himself as Bruce Wayne after he faked his own death so that he could steal the right fortune. Because he thinks that Bruce somehow... Basically, Bruce saved his parents when he was younger. And thus, he's like, Bruce, you stole the fortune from me, so I'm going to steal the fortune from you. Hmm. Seems like bad motivation. Yeah, that's why it's good to mix these together and fucking change it a little bit. Though Hush was a great villain in um, the, uh, what was it, Arkham Asylum game? Yeah, but Arkham in the Arkham City Asylum game. game, it was fundamentally the same thing. He, he is still well, yeah. Thomas Elliot, had surgery to look like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but in that what one, he was also doing? serial killing people and ripping and cutting I mean, off parts of their faces that. to do it. He was definitely still doing that in in the comic. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I overall great movie. Solid. Yeah, yeah, oh, solid. I did have a question to ask you about the um, one of the trailers. Okay. Basically the uh, the Warner Brothers. Um, DC superhero movie DC superhero, highlight trailer. Yeah. Highlight reel. Okay. Um, who's the guy in the gold helmet? Doctor Fate. Thank you. I couldn't remember who the fuck it was. Like it? <laughs> I'm like, just Google that shit. Because <laughs> I wanted to wait to talk to you. We, we just saw it on Sunday. I'm like, 
You know what? Peter's going to know immediately, so I just want to see if Peter knows immediately. <laughs> if I had looked it up, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been as earnest in the question. Fair enough. Yeah, so I'm assuming Dr. he's going to show up in the Black Adam movie then, right? Uh, I would find it more likely he shows up in Flashpoint. Oh, you think so? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of still superheroes, um, so apparently the Parent Television and Media Council is blasting Disney+. Plus for moving the Marvel Netflix shows to Disney Plus starting tomorrow, by the way. All they available. can go fuck themselves. Yeah, they're all upset. <laughs> the the um, article that I have linked in here, the tagline is, What's next? Strip teases at Fantasyland? Which oh, there absolutely should be. What? I, guess I was saying, I'm like, <laughs> I'd be down for that. You know how many more dads would bring their kids to Disney if they're like, oh, well, I'm going to go sneak off to uh, Miss Hollywell's... Uh, I don't know. They should, it should be in Frontierland. It shouldn't be in Fantasyland. It should be in Frontierland. It should be a brothel. Not an actual working brothel because that's illegal in uh, Florida. Like feet like that, yeah. But yes, that would work great. But Fantasyland would be great too. I'm mean, like. A but, brothel themed as a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. It's in a theme park. It's a strip club <laughs> themed as a brothel. It's a, it's, a, it's a brothel, but not a brothel. Just, just make it a burlesque show. It would work out just fine. They don't actually have to show anything. They just imply that they're going to show something. <laughs> just like the whole time. They're like, we're a brothel. We're a brothel. Yeah, <laughs> but these... The song writes itself, man. Yeah, they're, they're all mad because, God forbid, they change the parental controls. Um, they, they're basically like... Disney Plus was the last standing uh, streaming service that catered to family friendly. They didn't have to compete with any of these other streaming services, and now they're degrading themselves. It's like they could have just put it on Hulu. Uh, and it's like, yeah, but they want to make it so all the Marvel shits in one spot. It's the whole point. And they all go ahead. That the presence of like non kid friendly. Because, like, Netflix has a fuck ton of kid-friendly shit. Right, but they're upset because when Disney Plus first hit, like, it was supposed to be family-friendly only. Like, there wasn't supposed to be any, like, adult content. Well, then they they ruined that with putting The Simpsons on there. Yeah, that's been on there for a while. Why are they just getting mad now? Well, the funny thing is, like, (laughs) they're they're all bitching because it's like, oh, man, like... God forbid your kids see violence. Meanwhile, like, you've got Mulan, who showed, like, the uh, massacre of an entire village. Uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, who creepy dudes got a whole fucking song about how he wants to fuck the gypsy girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Esmeralda. Esmeralda. And he wants to Count kill Frodo. the, uh, the uh, you know, physically challenged. Yeah, he, he he does not uh, he does not take very good care of his ward, Mr. One, Mr. Quasimodo. You, I mean, you've got anyone else would have drowned. I you. mean, go back. Even I was the further. one who was going to drown you. You've got the Little Mermaid. You've got Ursula telling uh, Ariel, "Use your body to get the man." Hey, what kind of example does that set for little hey, girls? Hey, they definitely tone that down from the Grimm's fairy tale version, though. I. <laughs> it's not the this is not the point I'm making. I'm just saying that one is at least toned down. The and the other thing too is like with them putting all of this on, they're at, they're adjusting their parental controls to be stricter, so that if you want to enable pen, parental controls, so that your younger children don't see this content, you can do that. But I shouldn't have to take five minutes to put to put a password in so that my kids can't watch stuff. God forbid. Didn't the alley cats like have the? Uh, 
You mean aristocrats? Yeah, the aristocrats, mm-hmm. where they basically mm-hmm. throw the cats off into the river with a bag. Yeah. Poison them first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he roofies them with his criminal at Edgar. Yeah, that's what it is. And yeah. then tosses them in a burlap sack and then tosses them over a bridge in the middle in the of river. nowhere. <laughs> yes. None of these uh... were blatantly family friendly. Also, we are fully aware that Esmeralda is Romani. It's just she is most commonly referred to as a gypsy in this mm-hmm. movie, and that's why you would use that term. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, that, that is specifically quoting from the movie. He's singing a song about the gypsy girl. That's yes. what he says. Yes, we know she's a part of the Romani people, and we understand that there's been a long life of burden and anger and hate towards the Romani as well. And we feel sorry for their plight. I liked Esmeralda. I liked her goat more. Everyone likes Esmeralda. The goat's great. I love that goat. Or at least the Disney version of Esmeralda. God damn, the original version of that. Oh, it's dark. Well, the original version of all these stories is super fucked. The original version of Hunchback of Notre Dame is pretty fucked up. Yeah, that that story as a whole was just not... He starves to death while cuddling Esmeralda's corpse. Did did Disney do... What's the fucking... It's just on my mind. Well, they probably didn't have the word fucking in it. Disney, Disney gently. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of dicks in there. <laughs> they do draw a lot know. of dicks. The Nazi. <laughs> it was uh, Anastasia. Did they do Anastasia? No, that was, that was a like, Fox Animation Studios, but Disney now owns Anastasia. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a Fox Animation Studios along with like... Um... Which, oh, by the way, don't know if y'all heard this, but with the stuff going on with Russia, they've currently pulled Anastasia off Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Is that real? I swear to God. Oh, my God. I mean, I already own it, so it's fine. But I'm just saying. That was the thing that happened. A little overkill. Wow. You know, that was the same same time they did um, Titan A.E., yeah, and then bankrupt and then bankrupted the studio because neither of one of those movies made money. But now are our lo- beloved. God, movies. I love Titan. It's fucking amazing. It's the soundtrack really is soundtrack. fucking baller. Yeah. Oh, my favorite part in Titan A is when he's like flying through the uh, the clouds oh, with the, the, gl- fucking, the gas uh, thing and like the, that. The, the stingrays or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The, the soundtrack is banging. Yeah. They're like flying I, around. I listen oh, that so I listen good. that song now, and I'm like, it really wasn't that like a great song. Like the whole song itself, it was like, no, it's, eh, it's, it's all right. With that but scene, it's it with works that so perfect. Scene, it was it was just. It's wonderful. just like in the um, animated version of Treasure Planet that Disney did do. Yeah. To compete directly with that, <laughs> the soundtrack in that was fucking amazing too. But I've gone back and listened to those songs without watching without them, like watching which them. I didn't like like windsurf through the fucking canyon, and you're like. Just not as good. Not as not the same. It just doesn't hit the same. <laughs> just doesn't hit the same if I don't see his dad leaving in the background and then never coming back. It's just not the same. Um, <laughs> it doesn't but, hit the same. So um, going out for cigarettes. <laughs> kind of related. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> kind of related to this. Um, these people that are mad, I'm pretty sure are the same people um, that are upset about um, the move, the new Pixar movie turning red, which we both. Watched last night. No, don't spoil it because I actually want to look at it and watch it. Oh, oh me and Maddie watched it. Yeah, like don't two spoil it, ago. fuckers. You actually, you actually, you're being serious this time. Don't yeah, actually spoil it. I, I actually legit want to watch it. All right, it. we'll talk about this next time. Then. <laughs> we, we, we can talk about it next time when Tom catches up. But yeah. I will say, yeah, there's some controversy about it because it's no spoilers. Well, they yeah. talk about puberty and menstruation and that's, like that's pads. A, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's and fair. yeah, that's kind we of the whole point. And people are like. They, they should have done this. And they say the word crap. And she like twerks at her mom at one point in time. It's just 
promoting looseness and hussiness and everyone is terrible and she should be listening to her mom more often. Like it's literally every teenage story ever. Yeah. Like, did you get mad when on sister, sister Tia and Tamara snuck out to go to a, see a boy band concert? Literally the exact same storyline. I don't know. <laughs> also, it looked good. Was it good? It was it good. Was, it was really good. There was one line at the end that got me. Cause she's like talks about like the whole don't, thing. So he actually wants to. No, it's fine. No. I'm just saying. She says it takes place in 2002, which is makes sense because the height of boy band crazes and stuff like that. But I'm like, is this supposed to be being narrated right now? And this 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 show takes or the whole story does take place 20 years in the past. I wasn't ready for that at the end. I'm like, huh? Oh. Like no wonder she's got a fucking Tamagotchi. All right, it makes yeah, a lot Tamagotchis more sense. Tamagotchis weren't. Yeah, yeah, they were still popular in like mid '90s. They were still popular in 2002. Yeah, they were mid '90s Y2K. And they're popular again now. They they have made a comeback. You can have a you, there's a little R2D2 one you can. There do. is. I <laughs> I saw it in real life. How do you feed it? You oil, oil. him. <laughs> He's a fucking droid, bro. Um. And you gotta clean up his. Uh... How many times in Star Wars did you see that motherfucker getting oiled? Hardly any. Uh, Maybe once. It's actually zero times. You only see um, C-3PO getting oiled okay. once. Because <laughs> I uh, thought, because in my head, I, I implied it in my head that R2, he was oiled. R2 does get cleaned with, like, he gets spit-shined by yes. Padme at one yes. point in time, but I don't believe he got a full uh, oil dip. Oh, wait. What are you doing? If we're counting um, Clone Wars, he does get a full spa day. But that's at the behest of Cad Bane, who is then using it to steal all of the plans for the Senate building out of R2's head. <laughs> but again. But he does get a full spa day. <laughs> full spa day. Uh, so we also got the trail for uh, Miss Marvel. Did anyone, Peter, did you, I, I don't know if Tom did. I have we, not watched that trailer yet. Yeah, we only watched it right before the show. Um, it just came out. I'm not as familiar with Miss Marvel from the comic, so I don't know how like true it is to. I will say, from what they showed in the trailer, at least her power set is very. Um, looks like it's very on point with what they normally do in the comics. Like they definitely have. They've shown. They show a couple of th scenes like her just working up, getting used to it. But like she's got her like little sky bridge thing that she likes running around on stuff like that. And they definitely have the one scene where she uses giant projections of her fist to punch people in the face. And I'm like, yeah, that's definitely been a couple splash pages in the comics. Mm -hmm. And then the the last scene of the trailer is they've got her sitting like on a street lamp and her big long red scarf is flowing out. And you're like, all right, it at least looks right. And they've been doing such a good job with all the other shows that I think they're going to treat this material right. But they didn't give a lot in the trailer, I will say, which I'm also happy for. Did um, Peter, you probably know, did was like she originally inspired by Captain Marvel? Is that yes? That's why she called herself Miss Marvel. Okay, I I didn't know. That's why I'm asking because like she, yeah. she definitely um like start the the it looks like she starts out wearing like a, a Captain Marvel costume. Yeah, basically, yeah. That is essentially so. In the comics, before Carol Danvers was Captain Marvel, she was Miss Marvel. Um, and the new Miss Marvel Kamala Khan's costume is essentially a slightly recolored Miss Marvel costume with pants and sleeves. <laughs> and a tutu sometimes. Slash and a thingy. tutu sometimes, yeah. And a long so red it, scarf. The scarf was actually kind of part of it already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that was part of the original Miss Marvel costume, wasn't it? Yeah. Hers was just gold. So, yeah, she was always a big fan of uh, Carol Danvers. It's just they 
it, it, it's like she picked a random name a little bit now because they never had the original Captain Marvel, thus they didn't have Carol as Miss Marvel, which is fair. The original Marvel is kind of dumb. Marvel was really dumb. Oh, so many people are going to be mad at me and you now for that. No, no, it's dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually like that they turned Marvel into a freaking woman for the Captain Marvel movie, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> it's going to piss this is this movie is going to piss everyone <laughs> off. So and many, it did. So many people, it's a stretch. <laughs> oh, it, it pissed off a lot of people. I think in in more in that what we're like our reactions to us. Yeah, that's true. Because again, if people actually paid attention to us, they'd all already hate me and Tom for liking Mass Effect Andromeda. The best. Yeah, I think they would. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I mean, God, the best of all of them. Maybe they're wrong. What? Oh, hands know. down. <laughs> Maybe those people are wrong. Uh, the Sonic 2 trailer also dropped. I thought the trailer was already there, but I thought there was the new, uh, the final artwork dropped. Oh, sorry. A new, the, a new Sonic 2 trailer dropped, and with it, we also got the poster drop, which is like a throwback to the original Sonic 2 cover. Yeah, the Sega, this actual Sega game cover, it's like, it's, it's a shot for shot remake basically just with Jim Carrey in the background. Is he fat? No. He's still not fat yet. I think it's coming in this. Uh, I think it's just be that the coat is slimming. Yeah. It's technology. I think I think it's coming. I think he's going to like at some point in time like it's going to cuz like in the, he didn't have his crazy mustache or be as ridiculous in the first one. This one he's finally got the iconic I'm fucking in, insane mustache. So how's, think, that, how's that go one more time? <laughs> I, I don't even think I. I think that was pretty accurate too. Don't even <laughs> um, I don't. I don't expect him to be like six hundred pounds. Jaleel White would uh, would have respected my uh, Dr. Eggman impression there. He was the original. Voice I don't Sonic think he would have animated. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he would be like a Duke Harkonnen size either. He would just be like a somewhat fat. Well, it's not like Eggman not is like yeah, super fat either. He's got skinny legs. He's just yeah. round. I've always thought he's just that, round. Center. I always thought that he wasn't fat. I always thought that was like some sort of crash suit. Yeah. So I'm I'm betting there's at least one scene in this movie where his new fancy suit that he also has and that is getting up. closer to the, that is getting closer to the or maybe and stuff. or maybe that's why he he's in like the flying pod thing. Like that's supposed to be. Oh, Eggman's always in that pod. He's though. always in a flying pod thing. It's his thing. It's flying pod things. <laughs> flying pod things. That's totally his thing. Do you think? But I, I, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I don't know because again, to me at least, he was never really fat. He's got weight on him, but he's not fat. He's, he's just got that roundness to him. Like especially in the game specifically, there's the utter roundness to him, which I know was originally mostly just a uh, bit problem. Um, Maybe Jim Carrey just didn't want to put on another fat suit. No, that I completely understand too, and he doesn't have to be completely accurate. Yeah. But again, so I, I just hope that there's a, at least a scene where like his suit blows up and he's a big round guy with a little with little skinny arms and legs sticking out, and he still runs away at some point. I'm down for it. Wouldn't yeah. wouldn't upset me. Also, Idris Elba's knuckles is still just messing me up <laughs> every time I hear his voice come out of knuckles. I'm like, are you a Space porcupine? It feels right, but also wrong at the same time. Like, of course, it's yeah, Idris Elba. Yeah, it's a great voice for that. That's what Knuckles sounds like. But then you're also like, 
I don't know why, but it just doesn't seem right. It's a little too... Your voice is a little too sexy to be this asshole. <laughs> like, are you going to fuck Sonic or beat him up? What is what is going on here? Uh, oh, the Kenobi... Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer finally dropped. Looks fucking stupid. What? I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, Peter. Uh, I think we will now go our separate ways. I know you said you couldn't record next week. Um, you actually can't ever record again. Uh, you're no longer welcome here. Go fuck yourself. Um, I got like real sad. Yeah. I was like, I thought it looked fine. That, that really was the point. It looks really good. There really wasn't even enough to really judge yet. Right. I mean, he uh, Obi Wan has his space Jesus hair back. Yeah, he hasn't lived on Tatooine for like. 18 it, years it hasn't all fallen out because of stress <laughs> and wind. What is this? No. What is it? That's what it's called. Oh, the Eggmobile? That's what it's called. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's pod thingy. The little pod thingies. Flying pod thingy. It's, it's an called Eggmobile. An Eggmobile. Or Eggomatic or Eggomatic hovercraft. Yep. Dr. Robotics. Just like it. Yep. Mr. E- Dr. Eggman. But that's just what Sonic calls it. Anyway. But, There's uh, some later versions where he even kind of calls himself that. Yeah, robot I'm the Eggman. Father um, or walrus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Kenobi. Kenobi. So, yes, back to Kenobi. Um, I'm really excited that we got a look at the Inquisitors. They look fucking sick. I do sorry, have... The Grand Inquisitor looks fucking stupid. I will say... Like, I'm, I'm not doing a bit. <laughs> no, you're, you're. I agree. The Grand Inquisitor, which, first of all, we've already actually seen his species in the prequel trilogy and he looked dope as shit in that which came out how long ago now yeah but doesn't the grant didn't the grand inquisitor like die yeah but that was in rebels so that yeah, would be about that, yeah. nine years after the, this series takes place oh because i was gonna say Eight maybe years. he didn't actually die and that's why he looks what uh, what Ezra cut off the top part, the top six inches of his head, and then he got rounded off like some bald dude. I don't know. Did he cut his head off? No, he didn't. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. His species is he's got an eight head. He's not Kiamundi. He's not quite up to here. He's not conehead status, but he's yeah. supposed to have a longer, taller head. Oh. And his there's again there's been a spe- there's been one of his species. I can't remember what it is, but there's been one of those guys in the prequel trilogy. Who looked great. He was working for the banking clan. But anyway, I'm just saying. They did it in live action 20 years ago and it looked good. And um, so I'm a little disappointed with that. But there is one thing that will make up for any shortcomings of this entire fucking show. And I don't care. You can close your eyes and it will sound amazing. Because John Williams is back. He said he was done. Mm -hmm. The trailer was banging. He went hardcore with the sound and the music, and it was amazing. I loved it, and I'm so excited what he did there. The, the way he melded some of the stuff, some of his other stuff together to be this trailer was like, okay. It's why your multiple Academy Award winning uh, composer, John Motherfucking Williams. I believe he had his middle name legally changed to Motherfucking. Sure. <laughs> Let's just hope that this one doesn't change to a completely different show a little over halfway through. Oh, I'm sure it will. Yeah. It's well, the, the time period's right. If they were gonna have Cal show up in the in the shows and movies, this would be the perfect opportunity. Cal Kestis, you think? Yeah. 
I mean... Oh, you think he's going to show up in this? My thing is, I think it's because it's Dave Filoni is still technically the executive producer. Originally, it was supposed to be Darth Maul as the villain. And yeah. Kathleen Kennedy apparently came down on that one and said, no, no more Darth Maul. And Dave Filoni's like, well, I really know how to write Darth Maul well. I don't know if you've seen this little thing called The Clone Wars. <laughs> but people love Darth Maul. But... And how? Ray Park was like, oh, sorry, I interrupted. But how would they be able to? They would probably do a better version of his death, and that that was in Rebels. Oh. Which would cut would... out all of the Ezra bullshit and just focus on the conflict between those two. Would be great. But wouldn't yeah. that then make Rebels non-canonical? No, because they... Ezra's not there for ninety percent of it. Yeah, Ezra's just there right at the end. So what it could be is that that's why Maul wants to go out to try and find an apprentice like Ezra is because he's, he's fought with Obi-Wan multiple times and gone, oh, I can't beat him. I need to have some other asshole help me. Or I need to get this Sith holocron so I can figure out the secret technique to defeating Obi-Wan Kenobi. 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 But anyway, apparently we're not going to get Darth Maul, so it's not worth it anyway. It's going to be the Inquisitors and Darth Vader. So, oh, no, we got Darth Vader. Oh, Hayden Christensen's back. Too bad. I like how um, the, the newest issue of Entertainment Weekly has, like, the first look at the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And it's like, first look at, of Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. And I'm like, it's just a picture of Darth Vader, guys. You literally could have grabbed that from, from anywhere. anywhere. At any time, anyone could be in that suit. You don't even know that it's Hayden Christensen. And, in fact, probably is not. <laughs> Most likely not Hayden Christensen. That is probably a stunt actor right there, and you guys did get lucky enough to get one still picture, but they're like, we're not actually putting Hayden Christensen in this. Fuck you. This is actually a production still. This is just a, this is a, this was a costume camera test. They tried to ask him questions, and he was like, I am sworn to secrecy. I don't even know why I'm here. I can answer none of your questions. Oh. I don't even, I wasn't given a script. I was just given moments to wave my arms around like I was talking. <laughs> no. Um, Ow. Yeah. Uh, one thing did make me a little sad. They, uh, some of the recent interview, I think it's the same Entertainment Weekly, uh, the interview that they had with Ewan McGregor is he's like, the only, the only thing that frustrated him about this series is like, I've known about it for like 11 fucking years. And, and I, I haven't been able to talk anything. about it. Like, they, they've been talking to me since the, since the other one was over. They've been talking about wanting to do this. I don't know why it's taken so fucking long. And I couldn't talk about it. Because people were like, oh, are the rumors true? Is there going to be an Obi-Wan series? And he's like, yeah, there fucking is. But I can't tell you that. So I have to lie to you. And I'm Ewan we'll McGregor, who's a nice guy. Right. I don't want to lie to you. It's not who I am. Not who I am as a person. <laughs> I play that character in a couple of movies. That's it. That's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm excited. And then I'm, I'm hoping that since that comes out May 25th, that when we go to Disney in July, they'll have like a bunch of new merch. Merch. She wants some merch. Want some Obi-Wan stuff. I, I would like that, but there's also no way in hell that it wouldn't be an extremely high demand in a fucking fight to get any of it. It's... You shut your whore mouth, Peter. Disney does pretty good with their, uh, unless it's, unless it's like legitimately like a special edition thing, then you're never going to get it. But if it's just one of those, oh, we're going to always have this. This is a new thing from the Obi-Wan show. Like, you can find 8,000 different Grogu's. You're never going to run out of a Grogu. If they if they have something as cool as that in Obi-Wan, yeah, you're going to be able to get but, it. but, I mean, um, is it, who, who makes the Black Series toys? 
that Hasbro? Thought so. Yeah. Um, they they did the whole new wave of. Uh, I mean, it's not new anymore. It was like a year ago at this point, maybe two. But when they released the the wave that was supposed to have episode three, Anakin, that shit cannot be found. Cannot pre-order it. Cannot find it in stores. And I'm not paying. Five hundred dollars for an action figure. I'm not paying five hundred dollars for an action figure. Three hundred, maybe. Have you spent three hundred dollars? Or are you willing to spend three hundred dollars in an action figure? <laughs> that was a joke. Yep, there it is on Amazon for a hundred and ninety dollars. See, I told you. Two hundred bucks for a six-inch tall figure is a little much for me. Especially of what is easily the worst part of the prequel trilogy. I just the episode reason, three, Anakin. Yeah, just but Anakin. Looks, but he looks smaller. I wanted that one because I liked how that how that one looked. Uh, I thought that one looked better than episode two, Anakin. Remember, we had this whole discussion. He's got a better face and he's got better hair. We all know. We all agree about it for a hot minute. Yeah. I was very upset. <laughs> he's got. They, they did a better sculpt on the face, and the hair is wonderful. It was like you did not like, like Buzz Cut with a rat tail. Yeah, fuck Buzz Anakin. Cut rat tail Anakin. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that Anakin. I want Clone Wars Anakin. Yeah, give me Clone Wars Anakin. I want Scar over his right eye Anakin. That has never ever been explained. They still have not explained that scar, and it still messes me up. I think. Well, I think. Didn't well, you they say did it, it was kind of, but it's not canon anymore. Yeah, it's not canon. Oh, there was the Clone Wars like cartoon that was done by the the, the dude that Samurai Jack. Gennady Tart- Tart- Tartakovsky. Yeah, that uh, that did explain the scar, but then that was made not canon. But then parts of it were still canon. Um, we'll talk about that in my bit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it kept pieces, but not all of it. I've got a bit like, about this. He's got the a whole bit about canon it. with Star Wars is really weird and bad. And while we do give like Dave Filoni a lot of credit for doing a lot of good with Star Wars, it is worth remembering that his run with Clone Wars actually decanonized a huge amount of the EU before Disney even took over. So, well, yeah, because that was supposed to be a new canon. Yeah, but it, it was like some of the actions that he would take was like, did you just want to decanonize yeah, but, but... this book? In, in, this book? in his defense, <laughs> um, in his defense, before Disney took over, you know who was extremely closely involved with the, cl- the whole Clone Wars project? George Lucas. One George Lucas, the guy who makes the rules, so he can. The de- Clone Wars show was what caused the like the movie canon to get awkward, TV yeah, canon and book canon thing. And it wasn't be- a lot of people were like, oh, it's because he didn't care about the canon. No, he super did. He just realized there's a shit ton. And I want Dave Filoni to have free reign with this. Yeah, he wants to be able to do whatever he wants until George shows up and goes, mm, don't do that, do this. And they're like, okay, you're George Lucas. I guess we'll do that. I really, apparently we need to get the Clone Wars on DVD so I can watch the Filoni Zone. Because I, I've been listening to uh, A More Civilized Age, a Clone Wars podcast, and they're always, uh, they always go to the Filoni Zone, like once a once an episode. And just listening to this man talk about the crazy shit that went on during the production of the show is hilarious. Also, the most random stuff. Also, I'm 90% sure Dave Filoni's a pothead just because of some of the ways he rolls in. Like, there's literally one. He talks for five and a half minutes 
about there's one uh, scene in the Clone Wars it's where about the shape. Ahsoka cuts a square into the side of something instead of a circle, and you always see them cutting circles. And so he's like, we thought it'd be cool to have him doing a square one time. Five and a half minutes. Like five minutes of just about the difference between, oh, sometimes you do circles and sometimes you do squares. We thought it'd be interesting to do a square. Normally they always have these perfect circles. He literally just talked to me, I don't know how they're always perfect circles. I mean, I know how because we're drawing them. But like in the movies, everything, like it's always a perfect circle. What does a Jedi do? How long do they train with Master Yoda to get in the perfect circle cutting out of a wall? What are they doing? It's it's so ridiculous. And I can always tell on the setup if it's going to be a really good one because um, they reference if it's um, cowboy hat wearing Dave Filoni. And if it's cowboy hat wearing Dave Filoni, it's going to be a good time. So. And the best part about all of these, like they're behind the scenes shots and like talking about it, they're all definitely filmed after he's already started doing the Mandalorian stuff because he's got his rebel pilot wings on in it too. Just because that's who he is as a person. And I'm like, all right, Dave, I'm here for it. We're cool. I'm in. Uh, well, moving on to something completely different. Uh, Sony had a state of play that focused on their third-party um, titles a lot from Square Enix. Um, I only had a couple big takeaways. Um, so... There's this game coming out in 2023 called Exoprimal. And it's like people are trying to save humanity by wearing exosuits and fighting dinosaurs. When the trailer first started, I literally thought this was like an arc, the, the arc series. I thought it was like one of those. It's not. And I was like, it's just dinosaurs falling through a portal. And I was very... I've, I I want to see more because I'm curious. Do I get to ride a dinosaur at any point? No, it's all about murdering dinosaurs. Mm, I Do you want to so. ride a dinosaur-like thing? Just get Horizon. We already have it. She just won't let me play it until we play the first one. You can still do it in the first one. Um, <laughs> And then they showed us more gameplay for uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, Stranger of Paradise, uh, the Final Fantasy Origins, which both come out this month. Then we also got more gameplay for Forspoken, which is coming out in October. Um, and then scary. the last game um, that looked interesting to me is uh, Valkyrie Elysium, uh, which is supposed to come out sometime this year. Um, it seems like a, just a couple of buzzwords they slammed together. What, what is this game supposed to be about? So at first, because I know that they have the Valkyrie Chronicles series, and so I'm not 100% sure if it's a part of that or if this is a totally different game. But it looks like your standard JRPG hack and slash uh, game. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I think aside. it is supposed to be part of that other Valkyrie series. How many? It's a new Valkyrie profile game. That yeah. Sorry, Tom. I no, no, you're fine. Twice. No, I'm. I'm. I'm going into an aside. How many fucking oh. state of plates are there? Do they do one like every month? Oh, they do one every they do couple with of months. They the same frequency as the Nintendo Directs. So like every couple months. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we talk about this a lot. I guess it's probably <laughs> it's probably what like what once maybe twice a quarter. Around that, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just to show off new shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, but like, it's weird because like, I... it doesn't seem like Xbox does that. Yeah, well, it's, it's, like it's, Sony's the only one going. Hey, check out our shit. Well, and the Nintendo reason... does that too. 
Weird. The reason that um, they do that is because they they saw that Nintendo had a lot of success with doing their Nintendo Directs that way, and then also they don't do E3 anymore. Sony's pull, pulled out of E3 for like the last three years. Mm-hmm. So instead they do all of these, these they call them, you know, state of plays. Sometimes like this one, it was focused on their third party titles. Um, they've got another one coming up, which is just focusing on... Fuck, we literally... We just saw it earlier. I don't remember what it was. You were excited about it, though. I didn't. I hadn't even heard it. Oh, no, it was the Hogwarts thing. Oh, yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. We're getting a whole state of play just about Hogwarts Legacy. With live um, gameplay and stuff like that. Kind of like the recent Pokemon Direct. Yeah. Yeah, this dude. Pokemon Direct. What is yeah. that dude? So, the, there was the one... The same species as the Grand Inquisitor. Oh. Peter added that to the group. Thank you, Peter. No problem. There was one game that I was that was announced that I was very briefly excited about, but gameplay, and I was like, "Why are you doing it like this?" And it was the Gundam Evolution. Oh yeah, the, the yeah. Gundam game. Okay, so what's yeah. wrong with it? Because I like a gun- I like Gundams. Is it so be they're, dumb? they're doing it a, an online, primarily team-based first-person shooter. Um, and there's a few issues with this. But I'm at least one. In a I, I don't need another Overwatch. No, that's true. Don't do more of these. Two. It's a Gundam game, so half the appeal is the Gundams themselves. They look cool. I, that's the like half of why people like Gundams. So why are you putting us in first person where you can't really see the one you're piloting? And three, they've already done this. There's a game you can get for free on the PlayStation that is an online team-based like shooter, but it's third person and they function like the classic Gundams. So it just feels a little uh, weird. What is to it? Do. <laughs> You didn't tell me the name of this. Movie. I didn't tell you the name. Shit. Let me get the exact name for you. Because there's been like three of them. I need to my, start downloading it. My <laughs> question is... Gundam Battle Operation 2. They're in like a city center or something. Do they just yeah. run through buildings? That would be a cool game. I don't game think physics. so. Like, that would be amazing. It would be a like, cool mechanic, but I don't think they would do it. It would be hard, but it would be amazing because that's what they do in the show. Yeah. I want to I blow up the entire surrounding area yeah, and have it affect Level me. the playing field and then everybody's just like... Well, this fucking sucks. <laughs> and then everybody dies. Everybody's dead. Just, just like it, died. Just like it does in the fucking anime. <laughs> I'm going to blow up this whole thing. If anybody survives, I'll just be able to see them now and shoot them in the face. Yeah. Blow up this building here. Set a trap there. Or take out my sword. Run through a building and just annihilate people. You just imagine that. Just be one. That one dude that thing goes off and you're just trucking through building. <laughs> get to the other side to start freaking See, shooting people and that's no why i'm like i would love that game <laughs> but I would, whole game. i'm with peter on that one i think it would be better served as that one be like an almost an open world well not real you still have to do missions on it because that's the only way it would make sense with gundams but like to be able to literally be able to destroy anything in the world and do it all but run around and like you either have your team of little gundam dudes with you and then you're fighting the endless hordes of whatever guys you're doing because that's how it always is. Like, oh, you had to blow up these 8,000 other mechs. Have fun. And you're like, okay, I guess right. we'll do it. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Big sword time. Okay. Giant laser cannon. Pew. Pew. Yeah. I, I, just, I think that there's been a lot of Gundam games that have done this better. I really don't think it's a so good idea. It seems unnecessary. First person. Yeah. Just re-released Gundam Crossfire from the PS3. Everybody loved that one. And it had destructible environments, too. I'm telling you. Yeah. Mm. 
or any of the Dynasty Warriors Gundam games. They were mindless, but at least it had every goddamn unit ever created. Mm-hmm. You could play that game as one of like the the space balls. <laughs> space balls. Yeah, I think I think they're just called the ball. Uh, <laughs> You would fucking get murdered instantly, because all you could do is slap them with claws and occasionally shoot a missile. But you could do it. <laughs> but it was an option. It was an option. They let you make that mistake. Well, this brings us to the speed run. I like how you do your own echo. <laughs> Tom wasn't ready. Can I try it again? Yeah. <laughs> the speed run. Yeah, I don't know if I like it or not. All right, so this is the section where I list off a bunch of headlines, and you guys get one thought. That that means we have to have a thought. You have to have a thought. That's Reaction. Dangerous. I can't promise that. That's dangerous. Um. So... I don't think. I think some. I think you guys True. saw some of the ones I put on. I did add a couple more just because I wanted uh, your first live reaction as well. Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's so, do this thing. So, Peter went first last week. So, Tom, you're up first. In front of all these people? In front of all these cats. So, Tom, Zach, Peter? Oh, no. Tom, Zach, Peter. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? F and chat. Go ahead. Ernie Hudson cast in NBC's Quantum Leap revival pilot. You think I'd watch that? What happened to Scott Bakula? Cool. 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 Who's he going to play? I went first beforehand because of the delay. Oh, yeah, that, that true. was true. Yeah. We did that for a reason. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's do that again. <laughs> Repeater. <laughs> Yay. P- Peter, Tom, Zach. Ready? <laughs> Elden Ring, Elden Ring players are selling runes on eBay. Could be banned. So they, the thing that always gets done with video games that that with cool. People buy stupid shit. Ban them. Ban them. Uh, someone made a Red Hot Chili Peppers Califor- Californication video game. I mean, I'm not surprised by that. That doesn't seem weird to me anymore. <laughs> Really? What's it rated is my question. <laughs> I mean, it's got fornication right in the title. Investors in Microsoft Activision deal investigated for insider trading. Uh, I'm Cool. <laughs> wonder where they got their uh, insider trading. Like, there's a lot of people who are do that. But they got caught. Yeah, not surprising. <laughs> just, just not surprising yeah, at all. I do that. Black Panther two director Ryan Coogler mistaken for a bank robber. I mean, I don't know enough for context, but I'm going to say that's probably fucked up. I'm going to guess it's probably racist in some way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Was he wearing a mask? I mean, that's the only way you. Technically, <laughs> yes. Well, he w- okay, a coronavirus so- <laughs> mask is not the same. I, I guess this one needs some context. Sorry, was he wearing a, a ski bit, mask? Yeah, so by context. he walked into a bank wearing, you know, Corona mask because <laughs> Corona. Um, okay. And he was trying to be discreet because he wanted to withdraw a large amount of cash from his account. So instead of telling the bank teller, hey, I want to get this much out. He wrote on a piece of paper, 
hey, I'd like to withdraw $12,000. Please do the count somewhere else because um, I'd like to be discreet. And the teller freaked out and hit the panic button. What an idiot. I mean, in the teller's defense, racist. that's pretty – it's a little racist. But in the teller's <laughs> defense, that also is fucking weird. It's a weird situation. They have a withdrawal they slip for that reason. Instantly he wrote it on the withdrawal slip. Racist. Yeah. I would, I would go, sir, can I see your ID? <laughs> and then I got the ID and I go, okay. Would you, would they all do? Can you pull down your masks for a second? Yeah. yeah I just mean, take an extra you see step the ID, and you look. Verify. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, and then die. I mean, it's got your account number on it. It's got everything else on it. Wouldn't, why wouldn't they just go, that's a weird request, but uh, is your ID, sir? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so speed run. Moving on, well, on. Moving on. Hold on. I, I want to touch base on this. Do you think that teller was just sitting there waking up every day like, man, it'd be crazy if I got robbed today. And then all of a sudden, someone walks in with a piece of paper. He's like, God, it's it. happening. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> if, I, if they let me have the shotgun under here, he'd <laughs> yeah. already be dead. He'd be dead. <laughs> okay. Back to it. They, I asked for right, shotgun, right. but they just put a button in. Okay. <laughs> Bullshit. Brand new Star Wars animated series is headed for Disney Plus. About what? I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of cool shit in Star Wars. There's a lot of really dumb fucking shit in Star Wars. I need more information. <laughs> Context. I don't remember for this particular one. You don't remember? They didn't give it. They didn't give it. Then fuck them. I'm sure but if you just don't remember, then... I Honestly, I don't remember. <sighs> okay, look it up later. All right. Let's keep going. Amy Schumer reveals why she dropped out of Barbie movie, and it involves a high heel made of jello. Uh, no, no comment. Moving on. So before I what? get my comment, Amy Schumer is that one that is a stand-up comedian? That, yes. Uh, the talks, blonde one. Talks about her vagina all the time? Yes. She, she does that a lot. Yeah. We'll say that. She's married to a chef. Her comedy's okay in the Barbie movie? Well, she didn't she, write it. Barbie's did, performing it. She Barbie did write it. She was also oh. supposed to star in it. Since she dropped out, they're now doing rewrites yeah, Barbie, and recasting. Barbie doesn't have a vagina. That's like actually a big selling point. <laughs> okay, moving move, moving on. Pita. All right. Dune Part Two will leave the door open for a third movie. Could lead to a total of six sequels. There's a lot of books. This is not surprising at all. In fact, six feels a little low. It's happening. It's happening. All right. My problem is. Are they going to do just Dune in three parts? Because that feels like not enough. What they, It feels like they're going to really pad out the three hours they're going to make us sit in the theater, which I will willingly and gladly sit in the theater for. I will. But yeah. it really feels like they got the first half of the book. They should be able to do the second half. There's. I mean, like he mentioned, there, second are, half. there are a lot of... No, there's a lot of books, but I'm saying the way that you read that there, or the way that it's worded there, sounds like... It does kind of make it seem like they're going to try and make six movies all about just the one book. Yeah. Just so you guys know, I literally just copy and paste the news article titles. I know. Right. I need to, it's great. I, I, know, I, need to, I just need to know more. because I'm That's like, why I assumed better. The, logi <laughs> the logistics seem weird. Would you like to know more? <laughs> yes. 
I'm just, I, I, should I start putting links in here so you no. can look it up? Better, what's the reference? Okay, last uh, one. Yes. <laughs> Peter. What's up? Brian Adams acknowledges Taylor Swift for inspiring him to re-record his old catalog. Those are certainly a lot of words that you just put together. You know, you, you okay? You know, like most of them. Maybe not Brian Adams. Oh yeah, I just don't really care. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like Peter. I don't give a shit about Taylor Swift. Rude. <laughs> yeah, but I like Brian Adams. I don't even know who Brian I'm, Adams I'm, is. I'm that man is That man is Canadian royalty. God damn it. Look, I'm still just a little bit upset about which bucket. Which bucket? <laughs> <laughs> Last I checked, I'm hysterical. <laughs> 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 yeah, which bucket is still left? That was pretty interesting. Are you sure that's not a ship? <laughs> no, that was the ship. Which bucket was the ship? Which bucket? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, it's time for extra bits. Tom's got some bits. Just gonna out Tom's bits in front of all these people. We always talk about my bit, 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 bit. My bits are pretty easy. Um, one is the. Uh, oh, are they now? <laughs> they're always easy. Uh... <laughs> Don't make eye contact. It makes it too intimate. <laughs> it hurts me. My bits. Um, Your first bit was this morning. <sighs> okay. Sorry, I'm just. My first bit is about Lauren. It's a a, a band. Um, they put out a new song. Probably like some new album. Um, Yeah, it's it's good. I like Lauren. It's a, a electronic band. They do like really dubby stuff, and it's very spacey kind of stuff. So it's really nice. Um, outside of that bit, there is a new Crossus album coming out on the 18th. That's not on there. Sorry, that's just something that popped in my head. I like Crosses. Chino from the Deftones sings in Crosses. I like Chino. He's cool. He's got a very iconic. From the Deftones. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sings in that. He also sings in Palms. Um, and then I had a, uh, what was it, Jelly Bean from mm-hmm. Balloon Shop. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty funny. I hope everybody watches that and gets a good laugh out of it. Made me laugh. Yeah. No one's mad a bit. I'm the video game boy. Yeah. I'm the one who wins. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I believe that's, I don't believe you said it right. How do, how do you say it there, Tom? <laughs> I'm the video game boy. I'm the one who wins. Those are my bits. You have one more. No, stop looking at me. You know the bit. I don't know the bit. Game Grumps Hopper. consume Prilosec. No, no, no. That's just something that I wanted you guys to see. Oh, well. Consume Prilosec. <laughs> but yes, you can put that on there. I already did. It's I'm done. Larry the Cable Guy. Zachary. Um, uh, I got found something today. Um, might be fun to watch it before your uh, foray into uh, the Obi-Wan series on May 25th. There is a guy did a fan edit. Of Revenge of the Sith, that is now four hours long, um, because he also cut in stuff from every other Star Wars media, in the part where it makes sense, and it has a flowing, cohesive soundtrack throughout, and apparently is very, very well done. Um, I watched through a bunch of the clips that I was able to get to and uh, do everything like that. 
but if you link to the video there, um, there's instructions for how to watch the whole thing, and I won't talk about it on here because I'm not going to condone how you do it, but you should do it. Uh, <laughs> do it. Do it. Peter, Peter probably already has it. Uh, <laughs> he's laughing. He's got a Tor browser. Um, he's got at least a VPN over there going on. We, we're, we're good. But anyway, uh, yeah, so it's a, uh, it's basically a smash cut. It's got stuff from the Clone Wars. He's got stuff from all sorts of different material in there. Most of it, the extra stuff that's been added was from like the Siege of Mandalore arc in the last season of uh, Clone Wars. But they, they put a couple other different things in there and it looks to be interesting. I need to figure out, I need to actually sit down and watch it because it looks really great. He even, and he did cut some stuff from Revenge of the Sith that's like, that everyone agrees is that's not necessary. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so well, like the Padme dialogue. Yeah, mostly, um, which I don't have a problem with. Sand is coarse; it gets in places. It, it gets everywhere. It's rough, and it gets, and it gets everywhere. everywhere. Um, but anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, so my bits this week. Uh, so in Boy, your what? Mine's so shitty. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, you're gonna get a double weekly dose of Disney because Peter has a Disney-related one too. But my bit is. Um, so a London Broadway actress is currently suing Disney, uh, claiming that they caused her to damage her vocal cords because the gentleman that they hired to play Aladdin, um, was not good at harmonizing with other people. And so in order to hear him, in order for him to hear himself, he would sing louder, which caused her to sing louder so that she could be heard. Um, which then caused her to get polyps in her vocal cords. Um, so she's now suing Disney for that. Um, I think sue the actor because he's the one that fucked up. But <laughs> but Disney's the one that hired him. And yeah, it's the producer's fault, really, which means it falls on them and their insurance company will pay out more. But Disney um, could also just have upped her volume. It's well, Broadway. the, the um, according the, to the article, the, the issue wasn't necessarily about upping her volume. The issue was because of how her costume is designed, her microphone was in her headpiece. And because of the height, her mic is here, his face is here. Mm. So so he was yelling into her mic. Yeah. Mm. That's just bad placement. They're idiots. Yeah, that's poorly done. But... Yeah. Um, and then to soften the blow... I have a really cute, um, adorable little video of munchkin cats, which are stub cats with stubby little legs, and then just being all cute and fluffy and They're adorable. They're the dogs of cats. Yeah, but what was They're the, the point They're the corgis of cats. No, whatever. What was the point of them? To be adorable and fluffy. That was the only point. Humans are mean. Peter, you're up. <laughs> I have a video... Of Disney, Disney maliciously burning down the Little Mermaid ride. It was not. It was definitely on purpose and on filled purpose. with hate. They did. They killed yeah, little kids, too. It definitely was not an accident People involving died. fireworks. They did this on purpose. Some dude showed up with a flamethrower. He was dressed up as Gaston, Beauty and the Beast, and he set that shit ablaze. Yep. Why are you spreading misinformation? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you made me go last for something I barely read about. So I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to make it weird. I, <laughs> I rotate every week. Lots of people died on that ride. 
as it burned into flames and the roller coaster careened what happened off into the was, distance. What happened was, is there was a fireworks <laughs> mishap at the end of the night, and one of the fireworks accidentally hit the Little Mermaid ride, and there was a little fire. A little fire? A little fire. It would, be, it would have been much better if that was actually a water ride, but for some reason it's not. It, well, it, oh, no, it's, it's not. It's not. It's oh, on a conveyor not. belt. I was trying to think, and I was confused. Anyway. But why is that one not a water ride, have right? We, we de- have we decided that the three of us will still be here next week? Uh, probably. So that, maybe so that's not. what we decided. Do we want to? We're planning on it. We'll try. So oh. Peter will not be with us next week because he's going on a work a adventure. Vacation. He's definitely not a vacation. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know vacation. how much a vacation it is. I mean, it's a paid. He'll be paid monies. But we'll be here for a new 8-Bit show. Don't forget, patreon.com slash 8 Go ahead and support us so we can continue to do the things we love. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Tom's being weird. And until next time, be fabulous, geek out, and have fun. You guys get out of here. I'm tired of your bullshit. Stop staring at me! Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash 8bitcats, where you'll also get tons of extra benefits like exclusive content, including content featuring these guys. Um, You can also like and subscribe to us on YouTube, and we are on a variety of podcast apps, including Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Audible. So patreon.com slash 8bitcats. Oh my god, he's destroying things. He's destroying me.